maybe weren't familiar with him before, which, which is crazy. It's crazy, yeah. man. I mean, yeah, he's had some moments in the last couple years. His departure from first from Undisputed, I think it's called, um, with uh, Skip Bayless had a lot of controversial moments. And I don't mean to take away from him, but yeah. he had this moment that I really respected him for because you see the size of this man, right? right. And if you saw Skip Bayless, he probably hasn't played anything outside of Table you know, high school. You know, table, yeah, exactly. <laughs> table tennis. He's not that athletic. Okay, and Skip would go at him sometimes. And then there was this one viral moment where Skip was blatantly disrespectful to his football career. Okay. And remember, he's in the Hall of in Fame, the, yeah, yeah, certified, yeah, yeah. legitimate Hall of that. Famer. Yeah. Super Bowl champion. Yeah, it's it's unquestioned. And he tried three, to say to Shannon in his face on the show that Shannon was jealous of Tom Brady. And Shannon's like, Skip, are you crazy? Have you lost your mind? And oh, the restraint he had to show to not get over the table, yep. grab that man with one arm, and fling him around <laughs> like a rag doll was impressive. So shout out to that's That's what I remember him for. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, this moment that you're talking about yep. is probably way, way huger because it just brings so the much heck, yeah. different eyes on it. But, I don't even know what uh, the What did you think of that, that, that episode of the podcast? You know what? Yeah, it was at 43 yesterday. Yeah, looks like. I don't know if I've refreshed this. But seven days. Seven days. Yeah, well, there's so many takeaways from it. Some of them are obviously yeah. we'll get into a little bit. Just some of the, I, I guess it's safe to say the truths, some of the hard facts that were spit or details of um, relationships and all that other stuff that we're about to talk about. But okay, yeah. so the man's stature was very impressive. Um, but like right. you mentioned, his restraint, his demeanor overall was just like, this is this is a this is this is a solid man because there were some things that were said that would piss some other people off, but he takes everything like with with class and like real dignity, yeah. diplomatic. Yeah, yeah. Like he never really. You know, he's a great interviewer for, it. and that's another thing. I was like, he's a fantastic interviewer because being able to stay neutral in a conversation that that's so geared into specific details, without yeah. really like giving your opinion, without really crossing the line of making it. I share right. these opinions, but still letting the person yeah, yeah. freely speak without, and he was able to dispute things without cutting yeah, him yeah. off and saying, you're wrong. He just asked the questions. Right. He did a great job yeah. of, he does a great job of asking the questions that sort of allow us to see that he's not, that he's neutral on some of these things. Maybe, maybe he agrees, maybe he doesn't, but he yeah. allows the person with the strong beliefs to kind of expand on it and even when he tried to gear things <laughs> cat williams is another i don't even know man the level of his communication skills okay. are top, top notch. notch like there's, I, I don't even know I, another yeah. word i was is that <laughs> like i was trying to figure out like okay 43 million views seven days but why like no one's why? yeah because it's not like either of them are really people that everybody you know across the board is trying to look at or listen to Right? Am I wrong? Well, I think, I think um, one, I do think Shannon's show is, uh, is very successful, okay. but not like this. Like no like one would anticipate forty-three million. Everyone's talking about it. I think some of the things that Cat said mm -hmm. were also what brought you. You're going after like the biggest names, people that we in all black respect, Hollywood, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Kevin Hart. <laughs> Steve Harvey, Steve Harvey unk. Cedric the Entertainer, <laughs> oh man, um, Ricky Smiley, oh, who has a big, massive, you know, cult following, yeah. and, um, and probably you know, you're saying some artists. crazy stuff about them, you know, 
artists, you know, and um, wild. I yeah. think that's where it came from. And, you know, unfortunately, in this day and age, it's, you know, there were some things that I was like, I don't know, Kat, but there was a lot of stuff yeah. that's been already proven by just the Internet does a great job of editing conversations that he's having mm. with actual clips right. and showing you like the, actual, the receipts, yes, as yes, they yes. call it, right? Yep. So you're like, that's that makes what he's saying hold weight to the stuff that you can't prove right. with the internet and clips because you're like, what he's saying all of this stuff that we're seeing is factual. Yeah. How could he be lying about the other stuff? And there's always True. been True. the whispers <laughs> of Hollywood nastiness that you're like, I don't even know. Nastiness. Yeah. I can't I can't deny it. I can't say he's wrong because we know that women have, you know, called out yeah. the Hollywood nastiness. Yep. Children have talked about the Hollywood nastiness. Yep. Dudes have been the quietest. There's been tiny whispers of men True. talking about the nastiness that goes on in Hollywood. And now with Diddy and some of the other things that are coming out, right. more people are feeling empowered to actually expose Hollywood for the nastiness that it is and word. i yeah. know people personally that have had and on a not even close to hollywood right. just anyone that's trying to break into entertainment yeah. that have gone through very questionable things that have had to look within themselves right. and question their morals if it's worth doing what they're being proposed to do in, in the order. name of fame and then the name of being quote unquote successful or a star yeah i've seen it with personally yeah yeah and i've seen the people that took that trip and it went awry i've seen the people that took the trip yeah, yeah. and seemed to be okay with it and you know there's it's wild it's wild it's very wild <laughs> and it's it's you know it's hard for me to sit back and go you know is everything cat saying true probably not some embellishments, um, maybe some. Yeah, I'm sure there is. He's a comedian. Yeah, yeah, he's a yeah, performer. Yeah. You know, he's gonna say some stuff with a little bit of flair. Yeah. And you know, as someone <laughs> little, that likes to tell stories, oh man, <laughs> you wonder, you know. And he went yeah. hard in the paint at some people, and he really started it. And I think this is why it came about was because some of those people went on Shannon's show and right. said stuff that cats like are a lie, right? And that's what just set him off, right? He's talked freely about kevin hart being a hollywood plant before mm. um it just not on a large of a platform as club shay shay yeah wow i guess yeah you're right i guess that's just a part of the intrigue it's just that it's not expected for a man like him to come out and it wasn't like he did it in a way that was like like you got to know this I'm just wanted, i'm just trying to make a mountain of people's issues and crap but like you yeah, said he yeah. came out exposing some lies that were told and some of them that directly were affecting him or right um even incrementing um impl uh incriminating him in some things right. and it started with that but man it's just the way that it just never ended is <laughs> so it's like beautiful it's three yeah. hours and it was like hit after hit but in a way that didn't really attack well, maybe it did attack character in some places but it wasn't on some men, on yeah, some absolutely. men, but it sounded like it was just necessary in those cases. I mean, I don't really, you know me, I don't really get into these things. I don't, I don't watch a lot of this stuff, but um, this one was done with a level of, I have to say, with a level of class. That <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's incredible, man. Like I might have, to, I might actually have to watch this and just study. Oh, you haven't even watched it? No, no, it? sorry. Like, watch rewatch it. I didn't finish oh, okay, it, to yeah, be honest. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's too long. It is long. It's it is long. long. It's been like a multi-day 
a little bit here, a little bit there. Uh, maybe I, I've contributed to a, a handful of the views myself. And what was interesting, though, is a lot of people stood up for Cat, like a lot of people. Right. And a lot of people shared stories about his generosity mm. and how kind he's been as a comedian to the smaller comedians that open up for him or do a show that he's on. Right. Like, they would he would bless them with $5,000, buy cars for people. Wow. You know, you find out that he's adopted seven kids. Yeah, that's another seven thing. Kids. Like, it's, you know, maybe that's a part of this too. Maybe that actually is a, a big part of it. Like, there's all the details of other people and the relationships and things that had happened yeah. in the past. But then you get to kind of see a side of him that for most of us, I know you're a big comedy buff, so you might have known a lot of this yeah, stuff. Yeah. You follow these guys uh, differently. For but sure. yeah, stuff like that about his personal life and just like his upbringing. Um, right. You know, his being homeless uh which yeah, he also yeah. attacked others about not being homeless trying to create a story yeah, which... Steve Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> oh man it's a popular hollywood story when you think about it <laughs> like everybody yeah. was homeless um but yeah it's just yeah you learn a lot about the man himself in that interview and it's it's something man but i don't it, it blew up the internet the internet is it really did exploding. and i hope it was a marketing tool by him for his next tour, he's a wildly successful touring comedian as it is. Right. Um, he got some. But he I got think a that his fans for sure. <laughs> oh my god, his next tour is going to be ginormous. Isn't he already selling out? Be, yeah, he's a he's like a superstar. Like he's one of my top five comedians of all time. First off, he is brilliant. He has one. I think it's called American Pimp or Pimpin' Pimpin'. Okay. Oh my goodness! It is one of the greatest specials I've ever watched in my life. It's so his, just funny. his voice, you know. He's got that high yeah, voice, yeah, and it yeah. just the way he, everything, everything. <laughs> he's just he's so funny, and like he has this Michael Jackson bit in that. I want you to watch it because okay, I'm gonna make sure tears will come out of your eye. Oh man, because he is he is brilliant, 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 and for years he's been crushing america with his tours and like it's that's crazy. you know he, he goes on in the in this in the interview talking about how important that is for comedians and how some comedians can't do it because they don't write mm. they're not uh, working We've as hard about and, that you know many many yeah. times because right. you took me to the just, sorry finish your thought sorry sir no no go ahead no, no i was gonna say you, just, you took me to the montreal um comedy just for laughs yeah, yeah 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 and i remember that was like a comedy it was supposed to be a comedy festival that was happening right festival yeah, yeah. so yeah. we talked a little bit about that and you were kind of schooling us on some of the ins and outs of how the stuff goes and we had watched you took us to watch a comedian so you were mm -hmm. trying to get no us all caught me. up on uh yeah. you know some of his jokes and like this guy's awesome but then we spent what i don't know an hour on youtube you're showing us some clips we were yeah, dying. Yeah. but then we went to the show and we heard a lot of the same jokes and it was like a lot of the huh, same stuff they're not as and funny that, the second that, time that's happened a lot with old school comedians mm -hmm. where they didn't really work on their material they had the same stuff yep. and they would tour that across the north america right for years just ride it without and because the internet now exposes your material or right, you release yeah, a special true. and you put it up on netflix most comedians after they put their their set on uh, on the internet or on a special yep. through netflix or whatever medium they abandon that material and have to work on fresh material right but sometimes if you don't have that special and you know those jokes work yep. you keep those in the holster for you know and it was sad for that comedian because I was heartbroken to hear, I think, maybe 40% of the stuff 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel it, like it, it might have been more, more but more. a lot of the stuff yeah. we watched, we heard, and I was like, we didn't spend. He long. did a little bit of a change yeah. on it too, but it was just like, it was disappointing. It, it was. But he's still a talented comedian, yep. and he's still funny. But you know, it's it's you know that work ethic of just constantly writing new material. Yeah, a lot of comedians don't have it in them, or they have such a good bit that they don't want to let it go because they know it kills and uh, they can lean on that to get the laughs out of a crowd when they might not, when some of their other material isn't working as well. I mean, you know yeah, I mean? no, it makes sense. I understand. Like it seems extremely yeah. tough to be one man with one microphone th- in front of hundreds, thousands, whatever uh, number of people yeah. just telling jokes like that. Right. And, and so if you're changing your bit all the time, then you have to be like, you have to internalize this material it just seems like a right. lot, man. It seems... And not only that, you have to you have to come up with the premise. Mm. And just because you f- like what you wrote doesn't mean it's going to work in front of a stage. That's so true. you have to then kind of give that joke and rewrite it and right. hear oh, yeah. how the audience reacts, make changes. And that process can be tedious for and a comedian as well. That. Or sometimes what happens is someone will hear you do a set. Yep. This happens a lot with comedians. And a comedian will be like, oh, add this tag. Or mm. you should say this. And then that helps the joke evolve. Okay. So it's always beautiful to watch a comedian. I've seen it only once or twice where I've gotten to see a comedian work on material. Okay. And then... He releases a special, and that material has, you know, been refined, morphed into something way, yeah, refined and been just something brilliant. And that's tough as a comedian because you got to go to open mics. You're not going to go to your big headliner show right. and do that. You got to go to open mic, work on that stuff constantly, constantly, constantly. Wow. And if you're not doing that all the time, you know, you're not going to be able to do what Cat Williams is doing or some of the greats that are able to tour nonstop around the country because. Nobody wants to hear you do the same stuff over and over. Yeah, yeah. How many times can you laugh at the same joke? It's uh, right. It's weird. And that what you just said is interesting because we're talking about people who are celebrities, right? Um, extremely yeah. well known, have massive audiences. Let's say yeah. w- any one of them selling out um, arenas on these tours, mm-hmm. but then stadiums. Somewhere. Yeah, yeah. But then going back, like a part of the process is to go back to your roots like you're constantly going back to a smaller club like that's just sort of the way it goes you have to do it yeah it's 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 mandatory because you're not going to try new material in front of a ten thousand people that came to see you you want to rock that show right 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 a lot of you are familiar with the dna project and have been rocking with us for a while but some of you aren't a lot of you are faithful listeners of the podcast but aren't familiar with some of the other work that we do so i just want to take a quick moment to explain to you a little bit more of what we do So you're getting married, or you have a friend, a cousin, a sister, somebody you know is getting married. Okay. You've booked your venue, caterers, photographer, all that good stuff. When it comes to live music, most people have no idea where to look. We have you covered. Picture this. During the ceremony, while guests are being seated, or while the bride's walking down the aisle. During the cocktail hour, while guests are just mingling and having a good time. Don't forget about dinner music. That's very important to set the mood while guests eat. And we definitely can't forget the party. Let's get the party started right now with The DNA Project. www.thednaproject.ca for more information. As a podcaster, you know that great content is only half the battle. The other half is finding the right hosting platform to reach your audience. That's where Captivate comes in. With unlimited podcasts, advanced analytics, and personalized support, Captivate has everything you need to grow your audience and monetize your show. 
Join the thousands of successful podcasters just like us who trust Captivate for their hosting needs. Visit dnaairwaves.com slash Captivate today to start your free trial.